GDP Live. Uh, I'm Pat George. I'm your host. You're shocked? Why you're shocked? Ron's here. Hey, Ron. We got OG Ron here. Uh, there we go. And putting this here. All right. There, there we go. Gonna have to read the comments live on on the phone because again, for some reason it's not coming up on the web page. But who gives a fuck about that? It's Monday. Monday morning, GDP Live. Uh, this is uh, Pat George, and uh, this is the Gross Domesticated Podcast. It's 11 a.m. I'm on time, pretty much. Uh, not not pulling a, a Garfield today. That uh, you made it on a Monday. Yeah, right? I know. It's been, I, ha- I haven't had a great track record on Mondays uh, recently, so I'm very happy to announce that uh, I've made my return to Monday mornings. No case of the Mondays here. Uh, I am here to talk to you guys about all kinds of shit that I did this weekend. <sighs> Not a ton, but uh, also what you did, you know? Hey, Ron, how's it going, buddy? Ron's got a big uh, event coming up tomorrow. Uh, something about uh, roasting and podcasting, and they're just having a great time. There's rapping, there's roasting, there's hipping, there's hopping, there's podcasting. It's going to be great. Check it out. Uh, and... Karen's here because I and honestly Karen I wanted to let you know at the beginning of this episode that I I did have you in mind I was like you know what Karen usually seems to have Mondays free so maybe I'll even try to be on time this time and I did I really did try but uh I've uh (laughs) I don't even know like it's, it's really strange because I was I've been I was struggling with it this weekend uh like trying to get back it's really hard to get uh like it's hard to get what i'm trying to do is like i'm trying to figure out exactly what baby mermaid productions is trying to be like what kind of producer i i I found out i don't really necessarily like doing video (laughs) i don't it's not really fun to me i i i don't it's uh and it's not like it's it's challenging for sure but like it's not like a fun like challenge to me to like because like i like I, the lighting right you got to get the things right uh, uh and, and like editing and all that stuff is it's cool like I, I don't mind doing it but it's like one of those things of like what how far do i want to take it and like do i want to have like uh what, is it going to be more like a label I've, i was talking about this with dom because i was struggling with it of like what what should i be i, I don't want to be spinning my wheels and, and not be gaining traction and also i don't want to get too far away from stand-up like you know what i mean like i don't want to like put all of my energy into a a, a thing that uh, ha- having other people go hey mom what's going on mom's on facebook uh there's a like i don't want to have it be like me constantly producing content for other people so like there's a there's a weird kind of so it, it's weird to have like nothing but nothing but time, but then not knowing exactly what it's, it's a weird kind of anxiety that I know that a lot of people may have, like where you have so much that you have to do and you just kind of shut down. But like, I don't know if I have that much, like I just need to organize it a little bit better. And again, after talking to Dom last night, I feel more focused on what I, what I'm happy, like what I'm wanting to pursue. I still love the audio production. I still like live sound. I like doing all that stuff. Uh, but it's really just kind of, I don't know how far into other production. I didn't know how deep it was going to be, but I feel like making it uh, 
focusing on my strengths and actually having that like so uh you know anybody again hey if you're listening to this uh, you like what you hear as far as sound or anything like that and you want to put out your own podcast uh just email me at baby mermaid productions at gmail.com and uh and and we can talk about we can set up a consultation and we can talk about uh your needs as far as going forward with audio podcasting so uh as far as video and stuff i mean we can discuss it again that's part of the consultation i don't want to ever rule it out but i'm i'm happy to announce that it's like yeah i actually feel like i have a, a more of a direction and and it's not just uh spinning my wheels for nothing but she's here till sorry I apologize. Karen was pounding off. I have to read it on the phone directly because the son of a bitch browser won't play it. Uh, I'm free till 1140 and I have to, uh, and I have really missed uh, hang with all of you uh, these past few months. Well, I have missed your presence here as well, Karen. Uh, the fact that you always know the word of the day and you're always willing to help uh, with uh, figuring out uh, any, any of the problems, you know what? It's, it's never wrong. To, it's never bad to have another perspective in any conversation. And I don't know, as far as like this stuff, like small, small business, I don't even know what to do. Like I, every time I say company and stuff like that, it just feels so weird and like uh, official, but like, it has to be that, you know, kind of thing. Hey, Casey's here. How's it going, Casey? Uh, there, like there's a, uh, there's more money in video production because less people can do it well yeah and and that's the thing it's like I, I i feel like i don't know how how well or how good i am at it like i don't know how well i can actually like edit video kind of thing like i i don't know it's cool but it's also like it's hard to 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 kind of find that ins inspiration for that it's harder to to get that like i feel like i need to go back to my roots of like of, of what I, I liked doing. I like doing more with less uh, as far as like sound. I like the, the finished product when I, when I'm able to do stuff like that. So I don't, I, I don't know. It's, it's uh, and also a, a website. I have to figure out how to make a website and I know, trust me, I've, I've been listening to podcasts many years, even before I started producing them. And I understand there's, easy ways to make a website, but I just, they're just not easy enough for me. <laughs> My, like when they're just like, it's easy as drag and drop. It's never that easy. And I think I ended up buying a domain, but that was before I even had the name for the production company. And I can't even remember what the fucking, what, what it was. It was like BMP, uh, like company. Like, I can't remember what the fuck it was, but like there is a domain somewhere. But I don't know, you know, <laughs> the struggle, the struggles of like, of, of knowing, like, essentially what you want, but not exactly uh, the element. Like, I, I want to be how it was, it was uh, losing focus, I guess, over the past year of isolation and figuring out how, like, I was like, okay, well, now everything's kind of opening back up. Let's try to get back on track. And I was like, wait. What was what? What's my track again? I can't remember what the track was because things were shifting right before the pandemic. As far as like how I was like trying to perform comedy, how I was trying to uh, like make this. So this would be my job, the production stuff like that. 
Uh, GDP is not ever ever a job. This is not a job. This this would be sure. I would love to make money doing it, and I would love to have, uh, you know, multiple people joining in all the time and saying, "Oh, hey, there's so many peeps, I can't even keep keep count." And honestly, it's almost there because I can't really count that high. What's going on, Cupcake? Charles is here. But there's there's like I I want that, but never like the the kind of. Madison Square Garden celebrity thing. I just want to. I just want to do stand up, and I just want to produce podcasts, and 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 put out content that's actually worth a shit. I was talking. I was talking about that with uh, Andy last night. We were doing uh, what about with Andy or with Pat and Andy? I forgot. I'm first on that one. Um, and we were covering the uh, album, the Fall of Troy album, uh, Manipulator. But of course, we talked about so many other things beforehand. Uh, and one of the things was like, it's a weird, it's a shitty thing because like somebody, like I, I, I try to get the format of like people that were shitting on podcasts, even just a couple years ago, celebrities or, or comedians or anything like that have all have them now. And, and, and just because of their celebrity people, though they, they are, it's not like it's weird because like. I don't know how much crossover audience there would be for Conan O'Brien and, and me or or anything like that, except for just being comedy fans. But Conan O'Brien starts a podcast. And I always I used him as an example last night, too. And it felt like it was a bad example even then because his is actually pretty good. But there's like actors and, and stuff like that that are starting. And it's like just because, you know, like Bruce Springsteen and fucking Barack Obama have a fucking podcast why sure it's interesting they're both very interesting people and a lot of people want to hear him talk but like fuck <laughs> you know what i mean like it, it's not but again then i'm going like well who how many people that would want to check out that podcast not you know like how would like not check this out i'm i'm seriously suggesting it <laughs> rule for podcast success number one be famous already. That's very good. Yes, absolutely. See, Craig gets it. Craig Paul, uh, pounding off hard right there on Instagram at Baby Mermaid Productions every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Not He's not doing that every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, but that's where, you know, we go live. Check it out. <laughs> it's, a, it's a pisser, <laughs> the celebrity podcast. What does that mean? Like just uh, that that's, it sucks? Ron's pounding off as well. Apparently, I, I other people share that same sentiment, but I, you know, even for somebody who I, I've been trying to 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 do this, what's going on, Christy? How's it going? I've been trying to podcast and shit like that for, or like have this be, uh, I've been doing it pretty consistently for like five years, four years, something like that, and then somebody goes like, eh, "There you go," and it's not, it's just, it's not the same. Or somebody like, like I was saying, even like Howard Stern, who who shits on. I keep burping. I apologize. It's gross to mess podcast, but somebody like Howard Stern that shits on podcasts all the time uses the, um, the what is it, the on-demand format kind of thing. Like his shows are archived afterwards, and you can listen to them, which is just. And then so you're listening to Howard Stern, who is 
basically just doing a fucking podcast. Like he, he like you want to critique what people are doing. Like I under I understand the same way that he would feel of like, oh, you can't just buy a microphone now. You're a radio host, but like, no, it's not. It's a podcast, and that's that's the difference. There is, it's a it's a long form conversation. It's more like of what like Opie and Anthony, Opie and Anthony used to be. Anybody that's fans of the show, uh, you can you literally you can search Opie and Anthony, and you will find a huge like a like past shows for free all over YouTube. Uh, they are audio only, but like they're obviously it's on YouTube. So you have to watch the thing. Stern, it absolutely is a hypocrite. That's right, Charles. <laughs> like that's, that's the point of like, it's, it is some people, there are other interesting people, but the point of podcast, I felt like the whole lane of podcast was these are the people that aren't necessarily, you know, uh, uh, sitcom stars or fucking game show hosts or other or actors or celebrities already these are people that are become celebrities from the audience the homegrown audience it's a homegrown diy feel of like i'm talking into this microphone to you guys you guys talk back to me and that it's a conver fucking station <laughs> it's more people are are involved it's more fan oriented in my sense that's how it's always been fans send in art fans send in music fans send in uh things it, like uh how ron sends in he sent in look he made that little thing in my face that's nice because he's somebody who appreciates the art that i put out my buddy jeff i will look right above it look at that the logo for the production company my jujitsu professor who is somebody that i produce a podcast for who is also somebody who appreciates the shit that I do for him and the shit that I do. And he does shit for me. Stuff like that. Do you know, like there, it, it's, it's more of a, it's, it was supposed to be more of a pure like form of entertainment. That's what I feel like I am. I like still trying to even pursue, but with, and it's, yeah. It, everybody has a fucking music review podcast. Everybody has a fucking food review podcast. Everybody has a everything podcast, but it's about you finding the, the version of that you like, but yeah, if you already like Conan O'Brien and he's doing a food review podcast, you're going to do that. And he's going to sell advertising for fucking like Ford and, and, and like, like uh, what was the other one? He has like, like such humongous spot like i've never heard sponsors like that before on on a podcast so yeah sure they're bringing advertisers to that but also now it's it's just becoming it's going to be more restricted it's going to be more it's just it's 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 muddying the waters of what used to be more of a pure kind of art form i feel like so many shitty relationships yeah <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what that means. Sorry, Karen. I apologize if I, if I miss something, I, I just, you know, I start talking and I just, I don't even listen to what I say, but there's so like, there's, there's so many different like lanes of 
entertainment for people to like Conan O'Brien. He's a TV guy. You wanted to be a TV host. Go fucking be a TV host, man. (laughs) Or if you want to do this, go on the radio. You can do it. Like he can go anywhere he wants. He has the luxury. Why take the thing that is uh, like, especially somebody who like kind of had that done to him by like Jay Leno. He was such a, he was so bitter about that. It's so funny that I, it's, I have no, I, I did not think I had such animosity against Conan O'Brien because he kept saying shit. They're, they appreciate your shit. You appreciate their shit. So many shitty relationships. Oh, I get it. Sorry, Karen. I was right not to get it. But hey, wh- whoever appreciates the show, I appreciate you guys. If you if you want to tell your friends about it, please do because it's not just bitching about uh, <laughs> uh, celebrities that podcast. It's also talking about the art that I enjoy, the art that uh, another thing that we were talking about last night when we were talking about the the music, we we were talking about the movie Godzilla versus Kong. So uh, I made myself, or not even myself, I made my wife very happy because I made her a Dutch oven popcorn bowl. Why did I put it like that? Dutch oven popcorn. I wanted to, I wanted to do the little misdirective, like I was saying, I gave her a Dutch oven, but I did not. I made Dutch oven popcorn for my wife at my wife's request. She says, hey, could you make some popcorn? Because it's by far the we sneak our popcorn into the movie theater. That's how that's how good our popcorn is. So uh, <laughs> it was funny because I had I had lunch with friend of the show and Peep himself, Ian Strong from uh, the podcast Strong Words with Ian Strong, and he, <laughs> he well, we were having lunch at uh, IHOP, and on the ride back we were talking about the Snyder Cut, and I said, well, I don't really give a shit about most superhero movies but it's in the zeitgeist i should check out this four hour and two minute movie that i didn't i don't even remember i had to ask i still actually have to ask dominique i can't i can't remember if we've actually watched justice league or not i don't know because that's what it is right i i only knew i searched for the movie by saying snyder cut i typed that in so i like i don't even i was like oh it's justice league i forgot that that's what the movie is but I had fully intended on watching the Snyder Cut. But not long after I got back, I was finishing cleaning up the house a little bit. And Dom <laughs> comes home from work and she's like, hey, do you want to watch uh, uh, Godzilla? Well, first she said, do you want to watch the YMH Live, which is your mom's house podcast? Uh, they do a live uh, stream that's uncensored, not safe for work. And it's just essentially this time they kind of just played a bunch of porn clips, which was really weird and unsettling, but uh, they play gross clips. They, uh, you know, it's, it's just an uns- even more uncensored version of their podcast, which they've been doing for over 10 years. <laughs> just to give a little bit, I don't know why I did the little point, but like, hmm. I'm very, I'm very happy for their success because it's uh, if, if, uh, there's nobody that's I'm sure not familiar with Tom Segura or Christina P or whatever uh, the comics, but the podcast, your mom's house is how I discovered them. I discovered 
Tom via the Joe Rogan podcast. And he, when he said, oh, I have this podcast called this, then I started listening to Tom Zagura on Pandora. This was years ago when I was still driving a fucking truck in Florida. And um, I've, and I've loved his standup. I love Tom Segura's standup. His album Thrilled is still one of and also White Lady White Ladies with Cornrows, I think was another one uh that played a ton back then. That just I fucking loved those uh albums. Great albums. Um and and started listening to your mom's house then. Became a fan and and it's like it's cool to see it's like that's what I feel like it is. It's it is different than just like a radio show or a TV show or anything else. But uh, through the pandemic, I, I don't know if in case you aren't aware, they have been doing a lot of uh, live streams, them and uh, Two Bears, One Cave. A lot of the podcasts that they produce there, um, they do live streams for various occasions. And this one, so they did one Friday night. Uh, Oh no. Yeah. Friday night. And we missed it. So we were going to watch it Saturday. And then like, uh, like 10 or 15 minutes later, she was like, Oh yeah. Do you want to watch Godzilla vs Kong? And I was like, that's a, I mean, we're going to watch a lot here. <laughs> like that's, and she's like, Oh yeah, that should be fine. Oh no. She was talking about the Snyder cut and the YMH thing. And also uh, Godzilla vs Kong. And I was like, that's like 1200 hours of fucking content. I can't take all that. So we decided on, uh, your mom's house and we watched Godzilla vs. Kong uh, first actually we watched that first because we wanted to eat dinner during the gross video uh, the gross uh, watch so we're watching Godzilla's vs. Kong post about it with the Dutch oven popcorn and Andy points out the fact that he had like just started the movie probably around the same exact time that we did and that's one of the things we started discussing on uh, what about last night which you can find on Andy's YouTube page, uh, youtube.com slash Andy Malafarina, uh, and or his Twitch uh, channel as well, or the audio only version that's available as well. Just search What About with Pat and Andy anywhere you get your audio podcast. Uh, we were talking about like how, how cool it is to have that, like such similar lanes, because he was talking about it with his, uh, his co host of the podcast that he does. Uh, panties in the mouth podcast nate marshall about like how how cool it is to have that like uh to know like oh yeah the guy that i ha- like am not only just friends with it just like it kind of like reassures your friendship it's cool when you're like oh shit i i really love that too or not only that we had the exact same feeling around the exact same time of like hey let's watch a monster movie but I love, um, what's the fuck? Now I can't even, oh, Pacific Rim. So that's kind of, I, I, I never really got into Godzilla movies or King Kong movies or anything growing up. It was weird. I always loved, but I did bring up the, my, the fact that I loved the game Rampage, which is where you are essentially just gigantic. What, they, what do they call them in the movie? Titans? I believe that's what they're called titans and in the godzilla vs kong they're big monsters huge gigantic monsters and uh that are destroying the city and you play as the monsters but you also fight each other so it's two giant i'm sure everybody's familiar they also made a movie about it starring the rock Dwayne the rock johnson 
which was awful. <laughs> not a good monster movie and not really even a good video game movie necessarily. But um, I never, I never really loved the movies. I never, it was not something I was really drawn to, but as I got older and maybe, Hey, maybe it's uh, just with more experience comes uh, a finer palette for entertainment, but I don't love the fast and the furious action or anything, but I love, big dumb monster action it like it, it has to be rooted in reality somewhat i'm sure but really it doesn't it doesn't actually it can it can be just it can be whatever it wants um i didn't realize when i started godzilla vs kong that they've kind of i guess started their own little universe thing i didn't know that there was I know that there have been Godzilla movies in the past and that there is existing storylines but and characters and all that stuff. But I didn't realize that like like there's the girl from Stranger Things is was in it. Um the and like so there's been Godzilla movies, there's been Kong movies, and I guess all of the people in those movies, like they're all like they're all crossing over now. They're not they're they, I was always used to like each I thought it was always like independent uh movies. It was never like a through line, the same cast through all the movies. Only the only same character was uh Gojira. Gojira. G G O G. I, I don't understand why when they say it in the movie and it's uh like captioned, because we have the closed captioning on because Dom's uh deaf. And when it's captioned. It was always a G O J I R, like Gorgira. Like, hold on, I wrote it down. G O J I R A, Gorgira. It's it was spelled that way, but on the thing, like when you click the title or whatever for the movie, it was Godzilla vs Kong. Why is it Godzilla? Ver Why not Gorgira vs Kong? Does Kong get a cool different spelling? Kong. K.O. Korn, Krang, ooh, like from Ninja Turtles. But I, I, my biggest takeaway from the movie, why make it more unbelievable? There's already gigantic monsters. Pacific Rim really nailed that. So I, I, there, I guess there's going to be spoilers. I don't know if there is such a thing as a spoilers in a Godzilla movie because they just redo the same storyline over and over again, where Gojira is a moody bitch. That's it. Godzilla is is has big cat energy. There is there is a, a, a I was identifying with a lot of elements of this movie when Godzilla like it was essentially like watching the video of of Chloe pissing on the bed. It's the same kind of like what's what is going on? Can we Okay, so again, spoiler alert, please. Spoiler alert for Godzilla vs. Kong. There we go. Did it. Uh, Kong knows sign language. You find out a little bit during the movie. Uh, and like, can we just, can, all right, can we somehow get Kong to teach Gojira fucking sign language so it can communicate? Like, it's got the tiny arms. But it doesn't really have tiny arms. It's not a T-Rex. Gojira is just a big old lizard. 
just a big lizard monster. But Chloe definitely looks like uh, uh, Godzilla. Big, fat monster. And the hair in the middle of her back always stands up when she's around uh, Kong, the sweet boy that knows how to communicate with us, that loves us and is, is scared of Chloe. But every fucking movie, every Godzilla movie is the the government or the world is doing something. It was always a message in uh, in past Godzilla movies or whatever. It was kind of, um, they were environmental messages because of it. Godzilla movies started after uh, the bombing of Hiroshima and Nagasaki, Nagasaki. And that's kind of became the, it was a nuclear monster. So anytime there was fuckery about, like somebody was creating weapons, Godzilla would come in and say, I'm attacking the city. You should stop creating weapons. And like, finally they go like, Oh, should we just stop attacking it? And they're like, yeah, cool. Stop attacking it. And then Godzilla's like, cool. And leaves. Like you, you got rid of those weapons. You're not making weapons anymore. Cool. <laughs> like, just tell us that. Or, you know, or just like, Hey, don't do that anymore. <laughs> I think Godzilla is here to protect us. That's what like they always like reaffirm that the beginning of the episode, they're like, oh no, Godzilla's pissed. What are we going to do? And they're like, oh wait, turns out he wasn't attacking us. He was trying to protect us every time. He's just a big, dumb lizard animal. And he's just a big, moody asshole. Kong is an ape. Is ape. He's an ape. Kong versus Godzilla. Uh, ruled for the most part it was it was a fun movie but there was a lot of parts of it that were like i didn't i guess there's a lot of backstory i didn't realize that they were giving kong and godzilla like from the other movies like uh the girl from stranger thing bobby millie bobby brown or whatever and her dad and her friend i think i think they had in the past godzilla movies but i remember the last godzilla movie i watched it was the girl from wandavision so I guess they've made more Godzilla movies since and then started their own Godzilla cinematic universe. That's cool. I'm okay with that. Monster movie universe, but let's bring in let's go let's go Freddy versus Jason with this and let's bring in Cloverfield. Let's bring in some kaiju from like the Pacific Rim and then like those big ass son of a bitches, the Jaegers and shit. There you go. If you're, I don't, I'm sure you've seen it, Charles, but if you have not checked out Pacific Rim, fucking watch Pacific. Did you see it in theaters, by the way? I, I kind of wish we would have seen it in theaters because Kong is stupid as fuck sometimes on just, a, on just TV, I think. Kong and Godzilla. Because you kind of feel like you need to be in it. Also, a really funny meme that I saw and of something I pointed, I saw, I didn't point out in the moment because I knew Don wouldn't really give a shit. But at one point, Kong, I don't know if you pointed this out because I know, uh, or you saw this, Charles. Charles is a big MMA fan as well. Or at least like, I know he likes Johnny Bones Jones. Uh, at one point, Kong fucking throws a Superman punch. Jumps off a building, which is a uh, Superman punch is where you like, you uh, kind of kick one leg out. You kind of, you, you look like Superman, but you're like, it's, uh, I'll have to, you have to look it up. I guess it's hard to explain, but you kind of look like Superman. You have one foot out. It's a, it's kind of, 
it's a misdirection in that sense, but sometimes you jump, you jump off the cage or you jump off a wall or something and you punch down or out, you know, gives you a little bit more, you know, uh, speed, power, speed and power. Um, but at one point Kong fucking jumps up on this building and like Superman punches Godzilla. I was like, that's fucking awesome. I'll finish him. Hammer fists. Let's go. <laughs> Ground and pound. Uh, Pacific Rim was good. The second one was awful. Yeah, the first one, technically the first one was awful. The first Pacific Rim is terribly acted. It's, but you're not like, I, I, if you're, if you're going to watch a, a monster movie and then you're going to critique the acting, like it's, come on, what are you doing? That's it. It's, I think the found footage element of the monster movie with a Cloverfield was what was the newest angle that you could find in a monster movie. Since then, nobody, you're not finding new, you're not finding new lanes of monster movie. You're not going to find a new thing that you can do in a monster movie. In my opinion, unless you start doing crossover shit more. So like Congress Godzilla is really smart and really entertaining. <laughs> it was, uh, would have been a lot more fun. Did you get to see it in theaters, Charles, or did you watch it on HBO or streaming or whatever, any other thing? I just get, I get, I, I, I don't watch a lot of, uh, because we don't have cable, so we don't watch a lot of like live broadcasts. So I don't see a lot of advertisements for newer, new shows or anything. Truly, and this is, uh, this is an admission on my part, aside from sports, like MMA or hockey or that's pretty much it. The only other really like broadcast thing that I'll watch, we have a, a AT&T that we watch, like a direct TV kind of app thing that we have that has kind of like a guide, almost like what used to be cable TV. Hey, Casey, what's going on, dude? Uh, <laughs> but it's a, oh, HBO Max. Okay. Yeah. I saw, I saw Congress Godzilla on, like on our regular TV, no surround sound or anything like that. And it was still very entertaining. I would highly suggest that monster movie. Um, but fuck, I forgot what I was talking about right before that. God damn it. Um, but there's like with any monster movie or anything like that, if you're going to go to it for acting or, or anything like that, you're, you're, you're going to be disappointed. I feel like. I wish I had remembered what I was fucking talking about. <laughs> I get, I get very, Oh, we don't watch a lot of uh, live broadcast. See, so I get the notes, not this, this is not reliable uh, guide to TV. Thank you very much, Casey notes beat you to it. Um, but I, uh, so the only other thing I watch really live is <laughs> in practical jokers. Cause I know that it's always on and uh, I find it uh, infinitely entertaining. I, I, Love the fuck out of that show. Uh, I'm not necessarily like I don't. I don't know if I. I also listen. That's another podcast that as I've been listening to for years is Tell Him Steve Dave, which is uh, one that has Brian uh, Quinn from Impractical Jokers, as well as a couple of the guys from the show Comic Book Men. Or if you're familiar with the uh, View Askew Universe movies, Kevin Smith movies, it was it's uh, Walt Flanagan and uh, and Brian. Uh, fuck, I can't remember. Scott Johnson. Um, the guys who in mall rats, when he's tell him Steve, Dave, the guy who says, tell him Steve, Dave and Steve, Dave, essentially those guys. 
um, but there's uh, so on on True TV, there's a show that's coming out. I don't know if anybody else has seen the commercials. I don't know if they're playing commercials for it anywhere else besides just True TV, but they are playing the fuck out of the commercial on True TV. But it's a th- it's a show called Big Trick Energy. Uh, big trick energy and it's a i it's a it's a, a magic show four guys they are uh so so they're they're taking the same kind of bits and pieces from like uh impractical jokers and stuff but it's now it's magic i don't know what it is they must have had success because i remember they used to have the only two shows that i remember uh from a while ago on true tv were the carbonara effect and impractical jokers and i only knew about the carbonara effect what because of impractical jokers and they would play uh commercials for it which was uh, a magic prank show so there was a magic prank show called the carbonara effect that used to either lead in or it was the only other show if impractical jokers wasn't on it was that show that's it there was the only two shows that uh true tv had so big trick energy is not necessarily it's just more of a on the it's uh on the street magic show does that make sense like kind of like how the david blaine mind freak show would be like go up to somebody on the street with magic there there is more than enough i have watched a lot of magic shows it turns out because i did watch a couple i was in, interested when mind freak first came out i was definitely interested because i was like what the fuck is going on before i realized like oh it's edited it's not it's not magic it's editing what he's doing right now is editing it's kind you know uh, david copperfield kind of would do the same thing it's 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 mirrors it's not magic it's just it's smoke and mirrors it is a trick you are being duped he is he's duping you that's why i i always supported those i i had a joke i had a joke that i used to do where i'd say i i'm not i've never ever thought of myself as a racist and i don't feel like i'm racist but i know that's usually what racists say and uh but i i don't judge i truly don't judge people on their race or gender i do absolutely judge people by their profession <laughs> like uh, if i i don't like i don't trust i don't like pawn shop owners tow truck drivers uh because i feel like pawn shop owners are just tow truck drivers that lost their license uh <laughs> i don't like magicians because i feel like they're just liars that can shuffle that's that's their only skill is they can they know they are doing the same thing that the guy gets in trouble for you know for switching the cards the what's the three card monty same things it's the same idea they're saying pay me to trick you why do you want that that's like going to a casino and and not even playing a game but just leaving your money on the ground so why did you even do that why would you do that at least if you're playing a game there is a chance a possibility mathematically that you could win it is me it is not highly likely but it is likely that you could win <laughs> have you watched the serpent wait what is it 
watched Serpent on Netflix? No, I have not, Charles. What is Serpent on Netflix? Let me look that up. I'll look up what Serpent on Netflix is. But there is Serpent Netflix. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, go on now. Um, but no, there is the true story behind Charles the Bikini Killer. What is this? Hold on. Uh, I just want to look at the fucking where's the wiki? God damn it! Ooh, the official site. Ooh, IMDb. There we go. It's a mini series from 2021. Uh, the twisting real life story of Charles Sabraj. Did I get that right? Look it up. Hey, all right, I got it. <laughs> I'm looking it up. Uh, fire series. Sorry. That's what he says. It's a fire series to look it up. Popularity is up 61 or 68, looks like. A murderer, thief, and seductive master of disguise who was a hidden dark... Who had, who was... What? Who was a hidden darkness in the mid-70s on Asia's hippie trail. Okay. That seems interesting. I'll have to check that out, I guess. Who is this? Tahar Rahim. Billy Howe. Yeah, I want to hear stories of like, like I know every country's got serial killers. That's what Reddit's good for. Really, Reddit's really good for, I, and I will absolutely check that out. Reddit's really good for, um, I feel like Reddit's really good for, like if you got, I, one of the threads I follow I think is like our serial killers or something like that, because all it is is just here's, a, here's just a little flat, like almost it's like serial killer flashcards. Like, not that it's, it's not glorifying or, uh, or villainizing or anything. It's just saying, here's the thing that this person did. Here's this person and here's what they did. Here's a person, here's what they did. That's it. It's, it's just, it's kind of like, uh, it's just being knowledgeable. It's knowledgeable of like, you know, it's not, you're hearing about all of the crazy, you know, the BTKs that we name all of ours here. I don't think, I don't think they always get names. But they, or sometimes the, I think whoever names them just fucks up big time, and they're just like, he's the the lazy teddy bear strangler, or I don't know. Like there's some other things that they try tactics, and and people always write books about them. And shit. I'm not talking about any of that. Literally, here's a picture of the person, and he, not uh, here's a picture of what they did. Here's nothing else. Here's a person. Here's what they did. So much more chilling that way, by the way, because you usually it's an unassuming picture of them. Like it's just a picture of them. It's not always like a mugshot. So it is. There's a lot of times. Uh, so a supervillain sports, yeah, supervillain sports cards. Is that that's a good way to put it too, Charles? Yeah. You don't jerk off to serial killer threads. No, no. But there's plenty on Reddit to jerk off to. Trust me. I watched actually that's that's a good point. I'll get I'll get back to the magicians in just a second, but that's that uh, since we're talking about Reddit, there was a uh uh Oktoberfest video that I watched. I put the link in the description of the post here on Facebook. So if you want to check it out if you're on Instagram, it is in the post and it will be in the post on the Instagram or, or sorry, the YouTube as well as the audio only version that I put out. I'll have it in the description. The link is in the description. But it's an Oktoberfest video that I, it was, uh, I don't even remember what feed I, what thread I followed, 
that this came up or it might have been just like trending or something. It is marked NSFW because it is, it is not FW. It is not SFW at all. That means not safe for work, mom, if you're watching. And it is not SFW would be safe for work. If you see NSFW, don't click that link. <laughs> so uh, actually, maybe I'll update the uh, description to say NSFW. But it is a video here. I'm going to actually play it a little bit so you can hear a little bit of the video. It is nuts. There is also, I don't believe, any description. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So yeah, there there's some there's some explanation in the thread, but the video starts out with uh here, let me play it. So in the video, it's like two minutes and 31 seconds. By the way, I thought from for the first time I watched it, I remember it being like it seemed like so much happens in this video that I'm like, is this for real? Like the the video starts out with this guy just pissing. And this other guy that just walks in front of him doesn't notice at all. He just walks right through it and then goes right to these ladies sitting at this table, snorting white powder 100%. A lot of, uh, quite a bit of uh, white powder, like lines of it on the table. And then at another point, the waitress or the girl sitting at the table takes one of the huge steins that the, uh, the beer wench just brought over and like drags it across the lines of white powder that are on the table which they are also rolling up uh bills and snorting what's going on ian how's it going I'm talking about a october vis uh, oktoberfest video that i stumbled across on uh on reddit we're talking about reddit somehow i don't know how we go we we're talking about magicians and serial killers and we got here <laughs> so the oktoberfest video is uh they're the whatever the the lines are that they're snorting definitely you you are led to believe it is absolutely cocaine it looks like cocaine because they're drinking beer they're partying there's lines on the table um and 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 the fact that they dragged a beer through it you would think you found uh i found that john a months ago on black Twitter. yeah yeah i'm not i i I don't think it's from this year by, by any means. I'm sure that this is a compilation of either past years or this is maybe it. Cause again, there's no explanation whatsoever. Um, but, but there is a, uh, uh, so there's a, uh, so also there's quite a bit of inappropriate touching as well. I'll warn everybody uh, trigger warning for that as well. Everybody in the video is absolutely fucking smashed Oktoberfest you hate to generalize but really they absolutely are smashed there's a uh, there's a I mean and, and I, I I don't I, I by any means want to to <laughs> I don't want to generalize what but you know they're making out like they're but they're and they both look at the camera they are very, very obviously getting filmed doing this shit. Uh, the dude driving through the table. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, we're getting there. So I, I, I'll, I'll narrow it to whoever that doesn't feel safe or anybody that's at work. I'll just explain it. Goes from that, from that hand job, because you're like, what the fuck is going on? This guy just fucking, 
you know, hand up this lady's dress. They're both being filmed. And then it's these cuts to this other couple, this fucking wasted motherfucker wearing a big old silly hat, getting J.O.'d right next to it. But the girl could not even be paying less attention. Yeah, here it is. This is the part he's talking about. Charles is talking about. Bam. <laughs> That's crazy. And then... So that was a guy who is in a dress, hammered, wasted, uh, that smoking a cigarette too. That's impressive too. If he had that in the whole time. So this is the part that is very interesting to me. And I'm sure this is why this was on black Twitter. It was under the hashtag. What the fuck white people? Because the next one is these three guys sitting here having a great time. One guy's taking a picture of the other guy snorting, whatever that white powder is off of this other guy's dick. And they, oh, they have a good time. That guy, I don't know what that was for, but it definitely broke in tailbone for that lady. It's it's nuts. It's wild. Uh, it, I I had no idea. I I'm so far removed from 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 drinking in general. Like I I really don't. I don't really give a shit about. I don't necessarily give that much shit about drinking. I'm not that invested. Let's just say to, to, cause it, cause by the way, I, I under further review, if you actually read in the comments of the video, the threads, I think there's some people maybe from Germany or are more aware of whatever the fuck's going on, but the powder apparently is like uh, caffeine and like menthol. So it's, it's, it's essentially, I think the same idea, I guess of cocaine, but just without all of the cocaine, it's just supposed to it's a pick me up. Woo. Get you keep you going so you can continue to get way too drunk and either HJ or BJ people in public or just piss. Just piss. Like, I don't even understand. I get if you're like in a corner, or if you're near a wall or something. This guy was just standing in the middle of the room, just pissing. I, I just, I don't, I, I, it's been so long since I've been that amount of drunk. And I'm, there's no judgment. There's plenty of judgment. Sorry. There's lots of judgment. Also, a lot of questions. Lots of questions for Oktoberfest. But hey, we're only in uh, April. Yep. Nailed it. May, June, July, August, September. So we got time. We got plenty of time. Five months at least before October. So we're going to... Oh, man. Can you imagine what it's going to be like this year? Was that last year? Charles, are you aware if that was current or if that was like... Was that just the most recent October? Because that is nuts, man. I got the, I got a video for you to watch. Uh, send it over. Hell yeah. Pound, pound off. Either actually, yeah, you may have to DM me. Because I, I don't, or I guess you can do it here, but I'm going to, I erase that at the end of it. Um, Ian says, I would uh, watch anything Charles recommends to me to watch. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Casey also says, how are you training for sumo fight? I can't give away my methods, Casey. Come on. But there will be training videos coming soon. Trust me. Also, I wanted to talk to John. I haven't heard from him in a while. I know he had a huge uh, Easter celebration yesterday, so I hope everything's well with him in the the family. But I was going to talk to him about when we could start getting hacks back off the ground because it's starting to warm up, baby. Let's get out there and because I got to start training for that sumo fight. I got to start. Uh, I got to start golfing more. You know, get that golf swing down. Get some more episodes. Uh, uh, actually, we talk, also talked about uh, Ian and I about a possibility of uh, future uh, shows that we could be 
producing together, which is going to be fun. Also, look for me on that show that he does, Strong Words with the Intro, uh, coming soon in April. So that'll be a lot of fun. Are there prelims? We have discussed prelims. Uh, there are a couple ideas that we've been floating around. And John, again, has no say whatsoever. We are hosting it at his house, but he has no say whatsoever. But yes, absolutely. Um, but just back to magicians real quick, because I want to make sure that just if you aren't aware, I don't, again, I, I didn't hear anybody saying anything about uh, hearing about Big Trick Energy, the new show coming to True TV. Free ad for them. It is, they have figured out a way to make the uh, the magician even douchier. I I don't believe produced magician shows and i know when i see magic live it's you're just lying so yes it's impressive when you can trick me fully but i also just trust you less so uh if if you if you're interested in that it, it looks like it could be cool but i also feel like it could be absolutely not cool like most magic but if you're interested in a magic show and you have Netflix. So that's at least two uh, recommendations that I got to watch. Whatever video Charles ends up sending over. Actually, send it uh, send it over. Yeah. Let me see if it's on here. Uh-huh. I got a message. Hold on. God damn it. No. No. Stop it. Oh, you fucking asshole. I got a new phone. I hate it. No uh okay sorry nope sorry i uh charles if you can send that video over uh facebook whatever it is i'll just watch it now or can i is there a lot of language <laughs> um but yeah there's there's the the magician show uh on netflix that i like to watch with our dom and i have watched there's a couple of, actually quite a few i think two or three seasons of it and it's called magic for humans it is it almost it feels like a, a show you could watch with your kids, but I would not trust that. I might be off the mark with that. I also might not know what's appropriate for children. But it doesn't, there is, it's more of comedy and magic. It's not just uh, bros doing magic. And that's what big, tr I just hate that. I love a pun. You know, I love a pun. John and I are, are big pun guys. We're, we're big puns. That's what we are. And big trick energy because it's like big dick energy. You get it? I don't want to see like Jersey Shore meets magic because that's what it feels like. I don't, I don't like that. So it's not for me, but if you do like a good magic show by a funny dude, fun, he's a little guy, no, no big trick energy whatsoever. That seems like something that he would have, like somebody would have pitched as a joke. And somebody was like, that's a good idea. I'm like, no, <laughs> why would you say that? But there, if you want to see a ton of, uh, if you're, if you're not, <laughs> if you're not fully satisfied by uh, Godzilla and Kong fighting each other, you can watch a bunch of German people surely falling to their death. Like there's a couple people in that video that I shared in the comments or not in the comments, in the description here. That is like 
like if you're climbing on top, you know, you see those big tents. There's one of the things in the video. I don't want to give every, I can explain every single part of this. And you just, I cannot believe it's weird. It's almost like a fucking orgy. It felt like an episode. You know what it felt like? It felt like an episode of the leftovers. Like it felt that kind of surreal of like, either this is the most recent one and they didn't get to have it the year before or something. And like, there's like this weird, like release of like them all like fucking just snorting coke off each other's dicks and stuff like or i don't know casey says magic rules i agree case look i agree that magic rules it rules in the sense that it's cool i don't know i you know it's it's cool looking it's fun it's fun to it's fun to see it live but again i don't it's not like at the end of it I'm like, I just saw magic. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't, it doesn't, it never, it fooled me when I was a kid. It's like a lot like wrestling. I think it, 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 it tricked me into believing it when I was a kid. Then I felt deceived. And then I was like, then I didn't trust it anymore. And I kind of belittle it. And I've come, I've turned around, I've turned the corner with wrestling to now I do understand it as a performance, but with magic, when it's big trick energy, it doesn't feel much like a performance. It feels like fucking got you, dude. That's what it feels like. I fucking tricked you. I had the fucking card the whole time. You stupid ass. That's what it feels like. It feels like big trick energy, but when it's magic for humans, it, it maybe maybe the name, maybe the name just got me, but I do enjoy, uh, I actually, wait, I'm going to look up how many seasons that has been magic for humans but we got some pound in here uh cock magic is the top five uh all-time south park episode what is it cock magic top five of all time i don't know if i've seen cock magic i don't remember that oh it's an illusion yeah yeah i remember that uh magic for i want to get that guy's name too it's like justin something it's a reality show mm. It's a magic show. It's a it's still a produced magic show, by the way, but he does is street magic for people. It's it's very entertaining. <laughs> IMDb. Oh, okay. So it's still apparently continuing because it's not. It has a. It's 2018 till. Uh, da, 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 three seasons. So yeah, 2018, 2019, 2020. And Justin William, well, Willman, W-I-L-L-M-A-N, Justin Willman. He is like a, he's a comedian, let's see, writer, producer, actor, doesn't say actually comedian. I, I guess it, I found out about him from a podcast I listened to, again, shout out to other podcasts, uh, uh, Never Not Funny. He was a guest on that one. And, and he, uh again just very quick very funny dude it, it, when you're engaging and a magician that's another thing when it's a group of bros coming out, it feels more like a prank show and less like magic and and the amount like how big they go a lot of the magic that he does in the show is not like the biggest goddamn thing you could ever do it's not like uh it's a lot of the you know Oh, there's a cup in here. And then you do this. Oh, now there's no cup. Oh, look at that. Like that shit, like the little sleight of hand shit. And it's really more fun to kind of see the reaction of the people. That's, that's the show a lot of times, but when it's, 
big trick energy. And in the commercial, they're like, the guy goes, that's my car. And then the guy goes, oh, yeah. And does like this with his hands and the car gets smashed and crushed. And it's like, God damn it. Do you honestly believe anybody's going to believe that? Or or like, I know I, I, I don't believe that guy. I don't fucking believe that guy. I don't believe that's his car. <laughs> In the episode, uh, Roosters. Uh, play. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Played. Wait, what? <laughs> Roosters play Magic the Gathering against each other uh, in an underground gambling ring <laughs> and Randy Marsh thinks cock magic is uh, magic tricks you perform with your cock and was amazing uh, at, uh, <laughs> in the collage in, <laughs> at it in college and brought it back okay so sorry Jesus Christ Ian you're killing me with words <laughs> Ian gave a whole bunch of words I could, I honestly, I probably could have just Googled it like I've done uh, the other things, but I, that was, I don't know. Cause then again, reading off the phone, that's hard enough, but I'll have to check that one out. I, South Park just got so good to a point where I, I like, I, I don't know. I just, I, I lost, I lost the connection to it. I think around the time, not like when they started, make, when they made the game and everything, the, when they started making a ton of games. I was like, not like the early one. I remember the very first game that they made. I was super excited about, loved it. And then when they started, like, I was like, oh, is this just another thing that they're just going to, they're making games all the time? I don't know. I, they're just, it's good. I know it's good. I'll check it out though. I, I, well, if it, it's a specific thing like that, or like the, when they did the pandemic special or like when it comes back and it's a, like, oh boy, I want to see what their take is on this. I always, I, I get it. They're good. They're going to. I do. I, I'm just at this point, I'm just waiting for them to like, I can't imagine like, uh, like they've been, that's the most consistent thing. It must be making, I don't understand how they don't have like their own park at this point, like their own theme park or something, or haven't done a, a mock theme park or something. They almost feel at that level now. I, I, I kind of, it's almost like I've got with the Simpsons. Like, I don't know. I, I know that everybody has their own opinion, but even the Simpsons that I, the era that I was criticizing and I stopped watching, I was, I was wrong about like, it's actually, it was pretty good. It was just different from the, the one that I was used to. And I don't know if South Park necessarily changed that much, but I do appreciate the fact that it's still putting out, uh, they're still putting out new seasons. They, they seem to be, still getting away with fucking everything i don't understand that at all and i don't want to question it i don't even want to i i don't even necessarily like bringing attention to it because it they just it's they're able to exist on a, a major i mean it's cable but they're able to exist like that and it's because of the quality shit that they put out but we got some pounding here when i said my bad i knew i shouldn't have sent it when i typed it that's okay that's all right buddy uh, what was the acronym for too many words to read? Yeah, exactly. What is the acronym for that? Uh, hard to, nope, I'm not. See, that's the thing. Acronym. I don't even know if I'm, I, I don't know if I'm spinning the real, the wheels in the right place. Simpsons is still solid, just, uh, not great anymore. Yeah. 
It's just a good show. And I I don't I don't know if South Park is that way, but I just kind of got to that feeling. Yeah, they they got it. They don't need me anymore, but I would like to see something along the lines of that. I also like the other stuff they do. Like I, I would like to see Book of Mormon. Um when when things come back, I would like to see that eventually. And I like um I like that they're good at other stuff like that. I really like the the South Park movie. Um I really liked uh what else? Like uh, Orgasmo. I thought was I liked their movies that they did. I like that they did other things, like they do other things. I'm I, I'm excited to see like those things, I guess. Like I I I thought when they started doing Book of Mormon and they're doing other movies and stuff. Team America. How the fuck can I forget Team America? They put so much work into it. It's not just like a fan. It's it's almost the same way I feel about um uh broke the broken lizard. Is that right? The broken lizard uh production group or whatever, the guys who make like super troopers and all that. Um I I just feel like, oh, Simpsons is trash, apparently, Charles says. So I guess if you like Simpsons and or Arby's, you're a sociopath. Orgasmo, basketball, Team America, still hold up. Yeah. All those, all those movies. Um, they did a show called That's My Bush. That was like I, I even though it wasn't the best thing that they've ever done, it's still I like the fact that they do interesting things like that. So I guess I'm when they started doing other things like that, I thought because they didn't they're still making movies. I guess when was the last movie they made? It was Team America, right? So like there's not like they still make movies. They go, all right, now we're gonna do a, a Broadway show. Now we're gonna do this, but they're still doing South Park the whole time. And that's so demanding on them. You would think that eventually they would like I would I would forgive them if they gave it up. But why? If they're if Comedy Central is still cash and checks, it's like the exact opposite of uh like a British model. But that show now, I would think, unless it eventually does get canceled or something like that, would make them like uh, an endless amount of money in residuals or uh, whatever, the reruns. Syndication, that's the word I was thinking of. God damn it. Brain's not firing right. Need food. I have everything laid out. I already have everything picked out. Everything I'm going to have for lunch is ready to be made as soon as I quit. I'm, a, I'm being a good boy today. Um but yeah, so uh, Kevin, we're just to catch you up. Kevin Broches is uh, just joined the the chat and uh, IG, and uh, we're talking magicians. We've talked about monster movies. Uh, what else? We talked about uh, forgetting stuff. You know, a whole bunch of stuff today. It's Monday, man. You know, and don't forget if you if you ever join the GDP live, uh, you can pound off on Facebook at the Gross Domesticated Podcast page, just like that page. You'll get notifications every time we go live. I also share it on my personal Facebook page, Pat George. So you can uh, you can join in there. You can pound off on the comments or on uh, IG Live. You can join in at Baby Mermaid Productions. Just follow that page. You'll get notifications every time I go live. And you can ask to join. And it's uh, kind of like calling in because I don't save the video of the Instagram at the end, but your voice will be featured on the video here on Facebook as well on YouTube at Baby Mermaid Productions. And the audio only version. And my brother's here as well. What's going on? Hey, Cricket. So, <laughs> stage magicians, street or real? Oh boy, here we go. I like this. I like those choices, Kevin, because we were talking, I guess technically they're street magi magicians, 
but not but like on TV. So is that real or are those staged? And Ian says, uh, the the sold wait, hold on. They sold the rights uh to HBO Max for a ton of fucking money. Oh, that's cool. It's good to see that they have them. How's it going? Um, so I don't know, I don't know which version of magic that is, but I was talking about the show Big Trick Energy, which I, I'm the more I say it, the more I hate it. <laughs> the more I hate that, even though it's a pun, and even though I, I you know, I get it, and that's the feel that of, of the show. Uh it's a it kind of seems like a prank magic show. Like all of it seems overly produced. We're talking different magic shows. I don't like magic. I don't trust magic. Magic has let me down. Magicians are, uh, they're just liars. I've said it. I said at the beginning of the show, they're just liars that can shuffle. But, but the, I just thought it was funny that even when you thought like Chris Angel or David Blaine or any of the people that are like kind of famously known as being douche bags, you, you up the douchiness with like, yeah, big trick energy. They got the name and worked backwards. Yeah. That sounds like uh, uh, an edgy magic, edgy magic, dark Lords. Yeah. Okay. So, so maybe, maybe it's just out of my realm of, of uh, comprehension. At least magicians don't tell you to, to clap and laugh. Exactly. Magicians are are more accomplished uh, hypnotists. Hypnotists. Don't like hypnotists. I don't like anything that's like your your skill is to lie or deceive. The same way I feel. I had I I went I went way hard on, on Meryl Streep. I don't like Meryl Streep because of uh, of a uh, an acceptance speech that she gave i think it was some like lifetime achievement award that she was getting and in her speech she's talking like she's like oh you know how important acting is and how all this other stuff and she says and, she, and then she mentioned somewhere in her speech that she goes uh and, and and by and like she just like and by the way kind of thing it felt like uh martial arts is not art and it's like oh the martial arts is not art and this is somebody who just uh received a lifetime achievement award for professional lying so why the fuck should we get her opinion about what she like okay meryl streep you're really good at being more interesting people awesome keep up that great work and you'll get another shiny statue. <laughs> you know, like it, that's the same way I I demean that the same way someone would demean, oh, you get your pretty little colored belt and you and you're better at uh, a martial art. Like, yeah, like I don't understand why she had to take it down. It was so unnecessary in a speech to like as an artist <laughs> receiving an award for our for, first of all, artist subjective but enough of your peers think that you are great to receive this or enough of the people that you think, or you would now acknowledge that matter gave you this trophy the same way I would want a belt promotion or anything like that. The recognition, that's not what you're supposed to be doing it for, but you're supposed to be just doing it because you love it. But when I would go up, when I got my blue belt, I didn't go acting sucks everybody. And then just sat down. You know what I mean? Like I didn't, I didn't have to like take down another art form 
for me to feel better getting uh, receiving this acknowledgement of my achievement in this art form, which is absolutely an art form. Meryl, <laughs> Meryl Streep did uh, Death Becomes Her. Uh, her option on art is invalid. Now take it easy, Ian, because I actually kind of like that movie. <laughs> it's not it's not the best movie, but you're right. That's why it's not the best movie. Meryl Streep, you're you you just are really good at being at reading words convincingly. If that your skill is being other people better than other people. Cool. So Meryl Streep, and then when you're yourself and you go up to a, uh, receive your award, you're like, and by the way, martial arts is stupid. Like, does that make you feel better, Meryl? You bitch. <laughs> You fucking asshole. I don't I don't get it. I don't understand why. If unless like. She had been threatened by ninjas or I, I you know, I, I don't know. I can't even speak to her experience. So I, I really I, I can't fully I can't fully hold her against. Or I can't hold it her hold her to this uh, negative outlook that i have you know what i mean but genuine pat absolutely is here thank you very much casey thanks for the assist i forgot he was here as soon as that fucking asshole received her fucking trophy and said you know your your art is dumb like what the fuck is that what if what if a what if a painter went up and said thank you for my acknowledgement of saying that i have the best art cool thanks for my best art award compared to the people in this room or or in this governing body or whatever and now I, and now i'm going to say uh musicians you're trash why would you do that and also why would you go after martial arts the one and only like a uh, group of artists that know how to beat the fuck out of you like that's their art form it's it's a very true art form in my sense. Like there's no like there's there I don't think there's a lot of people that can just start one day and just be awesome at martial arts. Like just amazing. Like beat the highest level or the most elite uh, athletes in that that thing. But somebody absolutely could come in and go there's many so many different times that people come in this is their first movie ever. They've never been in a movie before. And they just won a fucking Oscar for the best uh, movie guy or movie lady. Or people that go like, oh, I've been writing screens or uh, uh, screenwriting classes forever. I've been doing this, I, whatever. And then somebody just goes like, oh, yeah, I wrote a thing about my life. Growing up was hard. So I just wrote all the hard stuff that happened to me when I grew up. And they're just like, oh, then you win. You're the best uh, person who wrote words this year. Great job. You wrote movie words and they were the best. But then, like, how much does that have to do with people's performances of those words? Was those the best? Or you're just reading them flat? Whose voice are you reading them in? It's all fucking subjective. <laughs> Awards for arts is are weird. I acknowledge that. It's still nice being recognized. But don't take that opportunity to fucking take a shot at another art form. It doesn't make any sense. And it, I feel like it, it demeans your accomplishment. Maybe I'm wrong. 
I didn't win a lifetime achievement award for fucking lying to everyone in the world. I'm just saying the movie may be enjoyable, but it's not art. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. I I, appre- I appreciate the clarification, Ian. I apologize. I know you weren't necessarily coming at that movie, but still. Death Becomes Her, it's a pretty good movie. Bruce Willis, uh, Roseanne? No, that's not the one. That's uh, She-Devil. <laughs> that's a different one, right? Something like that. Death Becomes Her is with uh, Meryl Streep and uh, fuck. Goldie Hawn? Is it Goldie Hawn? I think I saw that in the theaters. Isn't that fucking weird? Uh, Goldie Hawn, right. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Kevin's uh, pounding off as well. Kevin Brushes says, anyone can just go buy a trophy. True. That's very true, actually. But it's when you're gifted a trophy. There's something about it. Like, if you if you buy a gift card, is it still a gift card? That sounds like a fucking premise. I apologize. That was not meant to sound like a, like a street joke or anything. But really, if you buy yourself a gift card, isn't it just a card? Isn't it just a money card? Can you buy yourself a gift? Hmm? <laughs> now we're getting all fucking philosophical up in here. It's fucking crazy. Uh, <laughs> mixed martial arts uh, gives her a pass because the the devil wears Prada. Every professional fighter agreed that they love it. Well, that's nice. I didn't know that there was a whole committee about it. <laughs> The mixed martial arts community got together and they're like, all right, Meryl Streep's talking shit. Do we kick her ass or? Yeah, I love that movie too. Yeah, me too. All right, well, never mind. She lives. She will continue to live for now. Yeah, you can treat yourself. Who else is gonna? <laughs> yeah, it's a good, yeah, that's a good point, Kevin. That's a good one. I like that. But if, uh, yeah, if you buy yourself a trophy, I think I don't I don't think necessarily buying a trophy is the sad part if you buy yourself a trophy but if you get your own trophy engraved that like then you're then you're picking the words and you have to be very you have to try to be a little bit humble and if you're winning a trophy the whole point is they put the inscription they put the uh inscription on it and they say like world's greatest fucking jujitsu guy or fucking basketball player or whatever it is like baseball participation or something like that they put the inscription on there and then they hand it to you and they say you earn this but if you say okay i'm gonna buy this trophy and then have it put the greatest number one person ever and then this date and then this time then you're like so buying yourself there's nothing wrong with buying yourself a trophy except for the fact that I don't think you'll feel the same satisfaction as if you earn or win a trophy. Something about uh, someone else's disappointment or sadness makes winning a thing that much better than just like, like having, like getting it. Like if you win the lotto, you don't necessarily feel the same way as that. I think you would win the same amount of money in a, in a prize fight. If you won a uh, or if a contest or a trivia thing or something like that, as opposed to just like scratch uh, scratch off or just picking numbers, you're still excited that you have that money for sure. But you're not the like I I I I, I would have to believe I have not done either one. So this is purely speculation. I, speculation. I have not won a prize fight or the lottery uh, to that extent ever. But I would have to assume the initial feeling. Still probably shock, 
amazement at the fact that you have uh, a ton of money now. But in the prize fight, I think you're just, there's relief at the beginning. So there's like a calm relief, excitement, holy shit, I'm rich, you know, <laughs> other things, you know. Um, that's exactly how it went down. That went down. Okay, well, yeah. I think uh, I think that they're, I, like, he's talking about the committee, by the way. I think having a group of people uh, subjectively decide who wins a trophy is bullshit. Uh, compared to uh, legitimately defeating someone for it. Put uh, put the five best actor nominees in a cage and make them earn it. Or even like a, a battle of wits or like a, a game of cornhole. You can do anything. I like it. it there's a very low bar for me for a, accomplishment in that sense. So I don't understand why necessarily I would have so much trouble with like trying to figure out like uh the direction I want to take uh, the per baby mermaid productions or, or go in comedy or do this or do that or whatever it may be, because everything else is so cut and dry with me, I feel like. So it's, it's pretty simple. If you can get more points in this thing than I can, everything else is the same. I stand on this side, you stand on that side, this, this, whatever it may be. And or horse or literally if anything get five best actor nominees and then because you're saying all of them deserve it all of them are being considered for it you can't say we all know that four of them are shit but let's figure out which four of them are right no they all are in they are all nominated for it so if they're all nominated for it make them earn it in a different way uh uh John John Montag's here. Uh, maybe have a, a longest drive contest. What's going on? What's going on, peep? John Montag, uh, associate producer and art di uh, director of the show, is here now officially uh, in the chat on Baby Mermaid Productions on Instagram. We're talking about, uh, <laughs> I think, we're, uh, different ways because Meryl Streep. Uh, I I don't even know when this was. I can't. I just I it's so distinctly like was implanted in my my brain that Meryl Streep was accepting a lifetime achievement award uh for uh lying, you know, for acting and all that stuff. And in her acceptance speech, she like came at mixed martial arts saying uh MMA mixed mar or martial arts are not arts. And I and I thought how like no other accomplishment would be well, like football players don't win the Super Bowl and go baseball's dumb, you know. <laughs> They don't, you don't win a championship. And then in your, like, you don't have to bring another art form or another thing down in your uh, uh, acceptance of your fucking subjective art award. The thing that we were, and then we were talking about how stupid it is to win an award for art and how uh if you get, this is funny i'm i'm literally catching john up right now <laughs> and it's also helping me remember too isn't that good uh and and different ways now of now we're exploring different ways for our actors and actresses nominees to to who's truly the best so either a game of horse cornhole longest drive competition something like that if you if you defend if you defend the thing you do you're a dork uh oh, 
Is that the thing? Is is that what you mean? I'm a, I'm a dork. Fuck. Most good at art. Or if it's a championship, like so, let's say, uh, if you're the best actor, like say you win best actor this year, why don't we just like why don't we hold you a little bit more to the standards of a a martial artist or a prize fighter or a fighter in any sense, kickboxer, Muay Thai fighter, anything like that. We'll hold actors, not that we make them beat each other up. We won't, we won't even do that. And not even the, uh, make them compete against each other in that sense. But if you win best actor this year, the person that uh, is nominated for best actor next year will like their performance will be directly uh, compared to your performance that year as well. Like you have to act against each other. You're actively trying to outact another male actor. And like throughout the year, they're talking about all year. Like they're being like, man, fucking this, this uh, Joaquin Phoenix, he is on a roll this year. He is putting out, I know movies don't work the same way as sports. Like you can't just go like, oh, movies out, uh, movies out, uh, movies out, like in response. But your body of work for that year that is being released has to be directly compared to the winner of the year before their body of work that year as well. And if you can't successfully defend your best actor award, you lose it to that person. You don't, you are not considered the, you, and then the same sense that like somebody calls you champ, you still get a little award on your shelf and everything like that, but that's not the best actor award. That's the one that you won and you didn't successfully defend it until you successfully defend your best actor award. I want reigning best actors. That's what I want. I want reigning, defending, undisputed best actors. And then we'll see if it's an art form or not. <laughs> Sorry, I, I'm reading off the phone uh, but also, John. So uh, bear with me as far as pounding off uh, or reading your guys' pounding off. Uh, Pam, Pam, your art was uh, the prettiest art of all the art. Yeah, you win. <laughs> Isn't that from The Office, right? Yeah. Uh, I am <laughs> I'm a big believer of uh, you can shit on something until you wait, until you've what? You can't. So wait, wait, hold on a second. John, slow down <laughs> with the typing. Uh, I'm a really big believer of uh, you can you can't shit on something until you've tried it. I think that's what he's trying to say. Uh, so she just needs to try to mar martially art uh, karate, fight someone, and then and then I guess she can. She's open to openly criticizing. Maybe she has. Maybe she's taken like a judo class or something. But why not have somebody? I I I think that's a really good. Um, that's a good system to have. It's kind of like a golden rule of like, don't shit on something until you've actually tried it. it you cannot like something. You, you, you can also just not comment on something. I think that's the, the other option that a lot of people forget. If she truly feels like, oh, the, the martial arts are not art, then okay. But what does it benefit you to mention that in your speech? Except for just upsetting those people. And then what are you doing? <laughs> What you just won a lifetime achievement award. Why isn't that enough? Because how many of those has she won? And how many of those does she really deserve? After a while, I think she has to realize 
if I'm realizing it as a, a performer now where I, I have like very little, if no uh, status whatsoever, then she has to be somewhat aware of it. Or maybe that's what makes celebrities celebrities being so completely unaware of the fact of like, do you, you just want, like people think you're the, I, I honestly could not necessarily give a shit about Meryl Streep one way or another. I absolutely have enjoyed a lot of her work, but I don't, I think if she never existed, I don't know if I would uh, be yearning for a Meryl Streep type. Give me a, a lady with a real sharp face that that is good at reading words like i said you're really good at reading words convincingly but to openly i, I and like uh, just the comparison i, I don't i don't want to do that I, you know what i bet she's a fucking magician why not go at magicians i would have to assume and this is just how my brain works and i know it's wrong but how my brain works is Okay, you you specifically brought up martial arts. So that means that you think any any other art form that you didn't bring up now, you do think is a legitimate art form and you're that's why you didn't criticize it. So she's like, "Yeah, magicians? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love magicians. They're great. Totally uh 100% uh great. They, I love those guys. Legitimate art form. True artists, true performers. Love art, love magicians." But mixed martial arts, you fucking dummies. That's not art. Uh, John says it's such a pointless thing to for her to say. It's like uh, if a scientist went <laughs> after a boxing match because, or if a scientist went after a, a box uh, after boxing because it's been called the sweet science. Yeah, you're right. You're just like, come on, it's not science. There's no sign. Where's your beakers? I don't see any beakers here. All I see is a guy, uh, stupid meathead. But then you, you notice, then you watch, watch fucking Instagram slow-mo clips of, uh, of either MMA fighters or boxers, like their stand-up and them slipping punches. Dude, like it's fucking crazy. Jorge Masvidal in uh, the championship fight, the uh, first one, he's going to have another one coming up. Uh, but the first fight that he had against uh, Kamaro Usman for the welterweight championship, there's a clip that I, I didn't save, actually. I wish I had. But there, it's just it's him just slipping punches and just like encountering and, and smiling and laughing at him as he's doing it. And it's just so I can imagine that frustration of being a professional fighter against another professional fighter that's just that little bit better at it than you are as at least in that sense of like okay whoop, 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 like this thing and like and just laughing at you as you're doing it like that's got to be so fucking frustrating <laughs> i love that you are still so mad about something that she said years ago <laughs> yeah i i took it so personally because <laughs> john says beaker fight <laughs> um uh but yeah ian i i feel like because like it, like john pointed out it, it's so unnecessary to to say like there's no reason for you to bring that up that it and and for her for the irony her not to realize the irony of the fact that like you're re receiving a an art award and that's like uh, i don't know lifetime achievement for fucking lying if you call dance an art uh form then lighting 
or so then fighting is a, is a, is one too. Uh, it's improv dance to avoid getting punched in the face. Yeah, dancing is just stopping in a bunch of like a bunch of times. That's all it is. So if you just if you just like you walk a little bit, take take little steps and then stop. Little step, stop. Little step, stop. It's dancing. You know, do it in different formations. There you go. What what if she's Tom too? Oh, I bet she is Tom too. She has a real Tom too energy. She doesn't have a big trick energy whatsoever. She has big thumb energy. That's what she has. Big thumb two energy. Why you got to bring people down like that, man? Dancing, <laughs> dancing is stopping. That's all it is. It's just stopping. It's stopping and, and, and then not stopping parts of your body. Starting, stopping. It's just walking with style. Tripping without falling over. There's a lot of <laughs> Chloe. I am in the middle of a fucking show right now. Okay, come here, come here, baby. What's up? She probably just took a big old piss on the bed. That's probably what just happened. Clozilla is here. Uh, yeah, I'm really uh, into ballroom stopping and hip hop stopping. The uh, pop locking. You know what I mean? That's just oh, hey, there it is. Now I'm stopped. Okay, here's dancing. That's it. Just did it. Was I a robot just now or was I dancing? And Meryl Streep's like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's cool. But martial arts, <laughs> martial art, like it, I, <laughs> I sound like, I, okay. So I sound definitely, I, I sound like one of the people that is trying to sign you up for jujitsu. I sound like a person that owns a jujitsu gym. But when Dominique said, I said, you know, you should try it. Just try it out. I think you would like it. I think you should like, again, like uh, John said, and not that she shits on it. She doesn't shit on me doing jujitsu or say that it's stupid or anything like that. But I do think she should give it a try. I think everybody that is even a little bit interested should absolutely try most gyms. There's usually a gym near you. There's a lot, it's a lot more popular now. And I think most gyms usually have at least the first class is free. So you can try it usually for free. I highly suggest people trying it because the main, and, and it's because of how Dom put that she didn't want to try it. Dominique said, when I was like, you know, are you sure you don't want to try it? She's like, I just don't want people like just laying on me like that. And just like, and I was like, you know what? I don't either. That's why I take jujitsu. <laughs> so now I know how to get them off of me. So now anytime anybody gets on top of me, I know that I feel confident enough that I could get the fuck away from them if I need to, or I can get them to a point or a state in which they are no longer breathing uh, or they're no longer conscious. Let's just say that. And I don't have to hit them. Although I am, and I haven't talked to her yet about it. Hey, Chloe. Hey, baby girl. I haven't talked to her yet about it, but I uh, will probably be starting striking class this weekend. So shh, don't tell. <laughs> uh, but I will be starting uh, either MMA class or uh, kickboxing. So, uh, oh, God damn it, you asshole. <laughs> Just made me spill my water. Um, <laughs> but so, uh, yeah, there's definitely, um, uh, I, I just, there, there is a, there is a sweet science to it. There is, uh, uh, I 
thought somewhat of a mutual understanding with it, but there's, there's, if you don't want, like, it's the thing like saying, I don't want to get beat up. So I don't want to go to kickboxing class. Like they're not going to beat you up in kickboxing class. They're going to teach you how to not get beat up. <laughs> so I, I don't know. Uh, we got, uh, da, da, da. uh, Ian saying, I do most of my, <laughs> my brake stopping while I'm driving. Yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> That's crazy. Casey's all saying, uh, I smell a new bit in there. Uh-oh. Wait, what? Did I miss a bit? Did I do something good? Please remind me of what that was. I, I, that's, hey. There's a new co-host. I forgot. You guys haven't been introduced to the new co-host of uh, GDP Live. This is uh, Squirty. <laughs> we got Squirty, uh, Duster, and the Laser Pointer. But yeah, what was that? I had somebody recently say something. Uh, there was an episode I was on of uh, On the Mic with Mike Peters, a podcast uh, that I did with a guy from, uh, I believe, upstate New York or just New York, not upstate New York, just regular New York, <laughs> like uh, close to PA New York. And um, he's somebody I met through a comic friend of mine, Zach Hammond. He's also a stand-up comedy in that area. Rochester, I believe. I, I think that's where it is. Uh, and uh, he had me on his podcast, I think early on in the pandemic, if I remember correctly. And, um, and somebody commented on the post that I shared saying something like, Oh, please tell me you did this as a, a bit. And I was like, Oh, fuck. Like I should, I, <laughs> I, I will revisit that. And probably because at this point, you know, in the pandemic, there's not a ton of experiences that I've had aside from streaming and just, you know, regular life stuff, I guess, you know, the normal kind of uh, isolation, seclusion, yada, yada, yada. But any, anywhere I can get material, fuck, you know, <laughs> anything to spruce this goddamn setup. Uh, this fucking guy, the new bit dancing style. Oh, yeah, yes, absolutely. Yes. I, I think I do have that in my uh, premise folder, but I will I will go over this up episode because that it's it's just it's part of the the same feeling. It's it, I can under un, undermine your thing, too. You know what I mean? Like whatever it is, if you want to go up and receive your award for acting and say, uh, other art forms are shit, then, you know, I can also tell you fuck off. Uh, Ronda Rousey took uh, kickboxing, but never learned how to react to being hit in the face because uh, she never got hit in the face in, the tra in training. Well, yeah, you spar either way. You still have to, I still have to get headgear and shit, but there's not, uh, I, they're not going to beat me up is what I'm saying. They're not going to beat me mercilessly. Mercilessly. Mercifully? What? God damn it. What's the word? Mercifully? Mercifully. Monday. <laughs> it's a Monday, guys. Made it. Karen was here for a little bit of the beginning of the show. And uh and unfortunately, she I don't think she's still hanging around, but uh but she is gonna have to unfortunately miss out on today's return of not the Mac. No, 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 but the word of the day. Mercilessly, merciless, merciful. I've had mercy too. I should be able to say at least part of that. I've had mercy, mercilessly, mercilessly. Boy, oh boy. Not feeling confident going in today's word of into today's word of the day. That's for sure. But uh, today's word of the day. 
seems pretty cut and dry. I'm not, I'm not going to bullshit you guys. Uh, I do, I do feel kind of confident about this because uh, this is, well, maybe not. I don't know. Okay. So it could be a word from Oktoberfest. I don't know. Um, that should be the word of the day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's pretty merc merciless, merciless, merciless. There he is. I found him. There he is. I found that son of a bitch. Mercilessly merciless. Ha ha. Still doesn't sound like a word to me, but either way. Um, but today's word of the day is uh, pretty simple. One, two, three, four, seven word or seven letters. Uh, capital V U L G A T E. Now, if anybody's a Star Trek fan, you can probably kind of fake your way through this one because instead of Vulcan, it would be Vulgate, right? Same a number of uh, same a number of a syllables, right? V U L G A T E, Vulgate. Let's see if I'm right. Vulgate. In word of the day from wordgenius.com, wrong browser. Gotta go over here. There we go. Found it. Vulgate. Vulgate. Nailed it. And the lady's back too. Solid. Good pronunciation too, I think. Vulgate. It is a noun. Vulgate is a, uh, wow. And they got the origin is Latin, fourth century. Uh, it is got a couple, a couple of definition here. Vulgate. Volcano toothpaste. <laughs> yes, Kevin, that's very good. It could be volcano toothpaste. Uh, so, <laughs> Vulgate. I get Vulgate whitening, whitening, because I got, I want to make sure that I keep these pearly whites, you know, the same. But uh, it is a commonly recognized text or edition as of uh, the Lilid? L L I A D. Liad? What the hell is L-L-I-A-D? Why are you giving me harder words? The, do the door to a Vulcan uh, fence? The Vulgate? Yeah, absolutely. Make sure you shut the Vulgate. Don't let the dog out. Close the Vulgate. Lock it. Lock it from the inside. Thank you. Number two is also a common or colloquial. Fucking nail that word. Colloquial speech. I don't understand this, by the way. Vulgate. So, okay. Uh, uh, look at this. Examples of it in the sentence. This will probably help. Shut the Vulgate. The professor instructed his class to purchase the Vulgate of Romeo and Juliet so that they could all read the same text. The, uh, the same. Why didn't you just say purchase the same copy of Romeo and Juliet? the King James edition of <laughs> whatever it is, you know, does it come from a vulgar? I don't know. It's Latin. Is Latin is vulgar Latin. Uh, why? So another example of it in a sentence, while I use flowery words on the stage, I prefer to vulgate with my friends. Common or So I guess it's like slang. I don't really like this one. I like, I like your guys's. I like it either being volcano toothpaste. Which, by the way, Vulgate is volcano toothpaste could be, I could understand that being a new agey thing where they say like, oh, we use volcanic ash in our in our mixture 
all natural, no sulfates, all, you know what I mean? Like LeBron James would, uh, words, wait, wrote Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The King James, <laughs> I checked out. Yeah. Sorry. No, the King James edition of Romeo and Juliet, Juliet. Oh man. I've been, sh I've been shaken by words today, whether it be pounding off in the comments in the, in the explanation of another word that I don't understand. You use another word I don't understand. I hate that. But then redeem myself just like Christ in Brazil with the fucking colloquial. I just nailed it again. Colloquial. Mercilessly. Man, oh man. This show is fucking working. My speech is improving. I will be a broadcaster. And this is how I will talk. Ooh, there it is. The lava really controls your tartar. That's right, Kevin. If you get a uh, Vulgate right now, we will throw in the whitening strips for free. Get Vulgate. It's got the power of the volcano right in your mouth. If you take it, you put it on your tooth and your on your toothbrush. Make sure you put some water in there and it'll steam. That's how you know it's working. Uh, we put volcanic ash in there. We mix it in there for all of that. Uh, Patty shakes. Wait, what is this? Patty shakes spear. Yes. Shakespeare, Kevin, you know what? I like you. I like you a lot. <laughs> Kevin Brosh is pounding off hard in the comments at Baby Mermaid Productions on Instagram. Sorry, I heard a noise over there. I wasn't looking for you. I know you're not here. I don't think you're here. Um, that's why Icelanders have such amazing teeth. You're right. See, it's all adding up. I feel like there's some kind of new age stuff with volcanoes that they always try to do. Like either they sit in like the, or they put like the mud, like there's that, uh, you take the hot springs. I don't know. Something about the minerals. I don't know if you guys knew this from uh, participating in uh, peeping and pounding every day in GDP live, which I do appreciate you guys doing that. Uh, but I am no scientist, not a, not a very educated man. So pumice stone. That's a real thing, right? Pumice stone is a real thing. Also, they do lots of things with rocks, hot rocks. People love hot rocks with like pampering yourself. I remember I got a, the only time I've ever gotten a massage, uh, this, uh, the, the lady put like hot stones on my back. I mean, I said, yes, I, I consented to it. <laughs> she didn't just throw hot rocks on my back, but uh, she was like, you want the, do you want the rocks? And I was like, sure yeah rock it up let's rock <laughs> i don't i don't know i don't i've never done this yes whatever you suggest whatever whatever is in the group on my lady <laughs> throw it go ahead and uh oil me up and lather me down or do whatever the fuck you gotta do if i get a boner i apologize you do not have to address it i'm glad i also my wife was in the room i call it his and her hand jobs that is a couple's massage that was uh all brand it was my first ever massage i got to experience it with my wife who has gotten massages on multiple occasions i don't know about full release or anything but i was not privy to the stones i've seen pictures of that before and also i thought that was i guess i was confused because i thought that was the thing do you remember do you guys ever see I, I see it a lot on uh mma and stuff like that or um when you know the guys have their shirts off and you see like these big like suction cup things on either their legs or their back. I always thought that was like burn marks from that. I thought, I thought they were 
the because I I always see pictures of the stone like treatment like some put putting hot rocks on their back and shit like that but I thought those were like burn I was like are they burning their back so when she put it on there I was like it's pretty hot like I thought there was gonna be marks but also I found out later on that those are like suction cup things they like light the end of it and like they yeah cupping they suck the thing out of it you you and I could go uh, do a whole GDP on what. You and I could do a whole GDP on massages. I'm sure we could, Ian. I'm sure. I'm sure there's been plenty. That's the thing too. I I do I do say that uh, there is absolutely no judgment with any kind of like full release thing. I I wish that was an option. I wish that was something that as long as the person that doing it consented and the person getting it consented, it could just be another option on the menu. And not for me. I'm not saying for me. I'm just saying in general. Why why not? that uh, uh uh what is it normalized sex work guys come on let, let people get jo'd if they want and i'm not saying it ian i'm not saying that you are the reason that i was started talking about uh, being able accepting people getting jerked off in massage parlors you're not the reason i'm not calling you a creep don't imply that uh the uh the marks are from suction cups. Yeah, I've seen that. I have I've seen that process where they like they light the end of the cup, and it like pulls the skin. It pulls, I'm sure, toxins and things out of your body. I don't know, whatever. I wouldn't be wrong. Okay, so yeah, I I appreciate that, Ian. I appreciate your honesty, uh, but I was not assuming that. But I do think that is that should be a thing. As far like there's no penetration. I, I do not believe that there is a victim there unless somebody is being forced to do it. But if, if the person like the man or woman that's saying like, yeah, I'm totally fine to jerk these people off man or woman, if they consent to it, like if they're in this room, it's because they ordered this thing. So like, why not be able to have that? I don't understand why that's not an option. I don't understand how that's different from like rubbing all of the other spots but those spots it doesn't make any sense how you can get usually somebody either completely naked or down into their underwear cover them with a table or cover them with a towel on a table and then rub their entire body except for their genitalia i don't understand why i i don't get that it seems weird and like it seems very close-minded and again somebody who would not i'm in a committed relationship and i would not get one of those if i was single i'm sure i would absolutely but then you don't have to, it's kind of the same way of like legalizing weed. Like at this point, come on, we know, just, just do it. Just go all the way. The people that are then that way, those people can just go to the store and get their own fucking weed. And that's that. Let the, let the, isn't that nice that, that that's the thing that I, I support, like, like legalized drugs and hand jobs, guys, <laughs> Pat 2024. <clears throat> this has been a lot of fun. I appreciate you guys uh, hanging in there and uh, and joining me today for GDP Live. Uh, we'll be back on Wednesday. I want to actually read some more. I got some pounding here. Uh, I feel like I know if you if you know me, uh, it's safe to say it's safe to assume it. Yeah, and 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 not again, not in a bad way. It's just another as long as everybody's comfortable and safe, nobody's being victimized, everybody's getting paid. Not everybody. The person doing the service is getting paid. Yeah, who cares? Fuck them, <laughs> right? Who cares? Let them. And 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 that's unfortunate that people are are treated uh, 
poorly either for doing that or for getting that done. I think that it's it's weird to have that. And I also I am I'm glad to see that more just like regular people are starting to do like OnlyFans and stuff because it's it's starting to like like that's one of the stigmas that I am appreciative that is starting to break away is of like the sex worker type deal. Like of like if you don't want to be victimized, you don't have to and you can still do things that you're comfortable with in that sense. So that including drugs, I feel like if it's your, it's a like uh, the best way I've ever heard it described was by, I believe Doug Stanhope said, it's like a private property issue. You know, it's your body. It, you should be able to do whatever, whether it be drugs, uh, alcohol, sex, whatever it is, if you are willing and you want to do it, I don't understand why things are so, um, I can't think of the word. Um, not a conservative in that sense. Um, hope to see you all later this week. Uh, good stream. Appreciate it, Kevin. Love you, buddy. I love everybody else. Bruce.